Welcome, Supers, to this Entrepreneurs for October 26th. 2021. Uh, I had to take yesterday off. I needed a mental day, but we're back and I got some stories from yesterday and some stories from over the weekend. Uh, so let's get right on to it. Evergrande Crisis work resumes on 10 projects as developer restores calm buys time to repay more creditors. Uh, Evergrande said it had restarted its work on more than 10 projects across six mainland cities, trying to portray some semblance of stability in its operations soon after averting a potentially calamitous default on its offshore debt. The developer saddled with 1.9 trillion uh, yawn, uh, is yawn, uh, <laughs> 308 0.5 billion dollars US of liabilities identified the projects in all these different cities with photos uh, of buildings and workers at construction sites in a statement uh, posted on its WeChat social media platform or account. Uh, the group will shoulder the social responsibility and ensure completion of the buildings, according to the statement, saying it will quote, make an all-out effort to comply with the government's requirements. So that's a that's a big uh that's a big statement there. Uh and I think it's it goes a long way in helping everybody feel maybe a little more um happy about where Evergrande is headed, right? So if they if they if they still hadn't gotten any projects back underway. Now, with that said, there's still supply shortages and and all kinds of issues um, you know, that are that are throttling uh, the the ability for them to get back to work and go. But it's still it's an attempt. It's uh they made the, you know, they made the payment they needed to make. They're getting people back to work and hopefully uh, they can start to turn some money and maybe sell a little more as uh, things get through uh, the next couple, you know, couple of weeks to months, and and figure, you know, they start to figure it out. Now, with that said, uh, another Chinese developer uh, defaults on uh, in wake of Evergrande crisis. The Chinese property developer Modern Land said Tuesday it had missed repaying principal and interest on a $250 million bond in yet another sign of troubles encountered by the country's over-leveraged property sector. Uh, Modern Land said in, in, a, in a filing with the Singapore Stock Exchange that owing to unexpected liquidity issues due to the, mic- the macroeconomic and real estate environments and the illness, it didn't meet the payment due October 25th. So, uh, so it's still being felt throughout. You know, this this is a this is bigger than Evergrande, but Evergrande is the biggest. And considering that they are like a third of their uh, their economy, was it their their real estate economy or their full economy? I don't know. It's huge. It's huge, and will have ramifications for everyone. And look, these smaller companies are dealing with the same things. They're dealing with a lot of the same things that he we here in the states are dealing with. Uh, you know, shortages, people, uh, shortages of of being able to get the supplies and and all of that. So there is. Um, there is a lot of issues there, and as as small business owners, you know that's why we got to make sure we aren't over leveraging ourselves in case you know the bank calls the debt that we owe, right? Or and that's not super, you know, that, that's not a, a super common thing. But 
it's it's always a possibility. So you don't want to be too over leveraged uh, and and put yourself in a position where look, you might not have the the financial issue to be able to pay the money back, but you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're worried about having to pay the money back right then and right there, uh, because then you're not think you know you start to not think clearly and you start to fall you know fall further and further behind the uh, the eight ball. So I I would say. It's really important that you make sure that you're not um, putting yourself in a in a really bad position uh, to to end up defaulting on your own stuff because of the the you know the the supply chain shortage, the shipping crisis, the uh, uh, worker shortage for what that's worth, um, all that. You know, keep yourself as as uh, as liquidable as as possible uh through then i would say through the next six months but it might be a lot longer than that donald trump's social media platform hacked just hours after it was announced reports say i mean this is Look, I, I, I'm not. This isn't about political things, but this is like the most Donald Trump thing to have, you know, to have happen. Like, of course, it was, it was, uh, it was hacked. Hackers gained access to a private version of former President Donald Trump's recently announced social media platform and posted images of defecating pigs. <laughs> expletives and more according to multiple reports the hackers affiliated with the hacking collective anonymous told the new york times uh, that the move was part of their quote quote online war against hate end quote uh, using a false account dubbed Donald J. Trump, the hackers posted the photos of the pigs, wrote profane rants against uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, and made a fake account for former Trump advisor Steve Bannon. According to multiple reports, the hackers also posted memes of fake accounts for Trump, former Vice President Mike Pence, and others. Uh, quote, we had a fun time trolling it to high heaven. Aubrey Cottle, a, a hacker affiliated with Anonymous, told the New York Times. Um, yeah, so uh, just not not good, not cool, uh, and doesn't really accomplish anything uh, in, in the big term here. Now, what I will say is, is that the stock apparently, and I haven't checked as of this morning, was it like DAW or something? DA, uh, forget what the stock, uh, uh, D Y W or DA. I don't recall what it was, but anyway, the stock rot, you know, has rocketed a good billion percent. <laughs> That's a technical term. Uh, and, and it's going crazy. Uh, but there is one other problem that kind of s- might stand in the way. So Trump's social network has 30 days to stop breaking the rules of its software license. True Social ripped off open source platform Mastodon, which, again, I it, 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 it's, it pains me to see things like that happen. 
Um, and hopefully will be rectified before then. The Software Freedom Conservancy uh, says former President Donald Trump's new social network violated a free and open source software licensing agreement by ripping off the centralized social network Mastodon. Uh, the Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG, has 30 days to comply with the terms of the license before its access is terminated, forcing it to rebuild the platform or face legal action. (sighs) TMTG uh, launched a special purpose acquisition company fundraising effort uh, yesterday uh, with promising to build a sweeping media empire. Its only product so far is a social uh, social network called Truth Social that appears strongly to be forked from Mastodon. While anyone can freely use Mastodon's code, the groups uh, the gr- and groups like right wing social network Gab have already done so. They still have to comply with the Afero General uh, Public License or the AGPL version three that governs that code and conditions will include offering their own source code to all users. True Social doesn't comply uh, doesn't comply with that license and in fact refers to its service as quote proprietary. Uh, its developers apparently attempted to scrub references that make the Mastodon connection clear at one point listing a, quote, sighting of the Mastodon logo as a bug and included direct references to Mastodon in the site's underlying HTML alongside the obvious visual similarities. Look, I, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised. I think that, uh, it, it, this is a, a clear attempt to create something uh, that uh, you know it enables them to create a social media network with the least amount of effort uh, into doing so, uh, and trying to basically steal something that there's no need for them to steal something. Obviously, the stock ran up. Uh, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if uh, some of the biggest shareholders maybe sold, you know, cause I can't imagine that they think, you know, or if they know that this technology is not built on, uh, their own, their like from the ground up on their own doing, uh, that, you know, things aren't going to necessarily shake out, uh, well in the long term, and, you know, take the money and run while the money is there to be made. But they do want to create this, uh, this all-encompassing, you know, media network, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I don't have, I don't have a lot of faith that that's gonna wind up pan, uh, panning out. But hey, you know, if uh, if Trump has the right people to put in place to make it happen uh, and run it, then then maybe. Um, I'm actually honestly kind of surprised that it didn't does is like not like trump social or something like that or the trump network uh but hey you know uh we'll we'll see if they comply with the the rules or if they have to go to court and like extend this whole big thing uh for not doing uh keeping up their end of the agpl v3 license agreement that they uh have gone to use uh by by using the code Uh, let's see. 
Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey says, quote, hyperinflation will happen soon in the U.S. and the world. Uh, and this article is kind of like a non-article. In fact, the, the it just, you know, basically just tweeted that hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. Uh, and that, yep, it will happen in the U.S. soon. And so the world. Um, there isn't much in the way of explanation. Now, there is this video here. Uh, the Morgan Stanley CIO says inflation is here to stay. Will it be more persistent? But he is pretty, um, you know, confident that, uh, you know, hyperinflation is, is not what's happening, not what's going to happen. But, you know, we do live in a, in a world in a time where uh, we have been able to create more things uh, for cheaper and push price down through productivity. And that's that, you know, so it's kind of part of a correction more so than uh, a run of, of hyperinflate, you know, run up to hyperinflation here. So I, I kind of tend to think that um, we, there, there it, it is a more of a correction, but I also think that we, once we get through uh, the the hurdles that we've come through uh, with the with the illness that we can get on the on the other side things will likely come back down uh, maybe not to where they once were but to something that's more sustainable and not runaway like runaway inflation that we have not hyperinflation so like let's let's pump the brakes on that now this other article here uh talks about why inflation scares haven't hammered the stock market despite the ever scary inflation headlines the dow jones industrial average uh, and s&p are flirting with record highs that's counter to prevailing wisdom right on paper increasing inflationary pressure brought on mostly from the pandemic should be pounding the corporate profit margins and weighing on outlooks so far this earnings season on balance that doesn't ha- uh, hasn't happened and stock prices have been uh, fast to jump on the less dire narrative pro se quote investor sentiment had gotten pretty negative ahead of the earnings season. Uh, however, once again, we're seeing companies put up solid results, points out Michael Rinking, uh, New York Stock Exchange senior market strategist. Uh, and he, apparently he is correct, with the, uh, the, according to the data, about 84% of companies have beaten earnings estimates for third quarter in line with the record levels seen in the prior two quarters. Earnings for those companies have been reported and have gained a solid 32.7%. Companies have managed to deliver strong results due to the combination of price increases and cost cuts designed to combat anything but transitory inflation so there there's uh you know so there's definitely some signs here that things are you know again not uh not runaway terrible um but i i do wonder if you know we have we do have the inflation um and we do have companies that are dealing contending with not being able to get product i know we're not able to get all the parts uh that we need we've had you know extended wait times on some parts to get uh at our at our repair shop and it's it makes it really tough to uh to get you know to conduct business and to to be able to turn turn profit uh turn revenue even um let alone profit when you're not able to to get the things uh in hand so 
Uh, and I also you know, you know, my wife was looking through like the toy catalog that came from Target the other day, and she went online and she's like, everything that you know they the kids would have wanted is already uh, not in stock. So it doesn't mean that they won't be in stock at some point, but it also makes me wonder if. Um, if you know Black Friday, while online ordering is great, there might actually end up being a uh, what was that movie? Jingle All the Way esque run for certain types of toys, uh, reminiscent of years past, uh, and hopefully uh, that doesn't contribute to an ever growing illness uh, or new variant of the illness uh, going going forward. So just months after bankruptcy, Hertz says it will buy 100,000 Teslas for new electric fleet. Shares of Tesla surged on Monday with the Hertz deal expected to net the electric car maker more than $4 billion. Uh, With football superstar Tom Brady set to pitch the deal, Hertz plans to field 100,000 Tesla electric cars through its North American and European car rental fleet. Um, so, the, you know, Hertz last year was on the, you know, declared bankruptcy and there was a lot of, a lot of issues, um, that, that plagued Hertz. And I think, you know, probably still to this day is plaguing Hertz. I know, uh, somebody that tried to use their car rental service and they didn't have a car for them. And like, I have a reservation. It was a straight out of Seinfeld. So the idea here is, is that, they're, you know, the, the Teslas are electric vehicles. There's less maintenance on them, so they're easier to maintain. Uh, they're more desire, you know, quote unquote, more desirable by people. And there's the autonomous play to potentially have 100,000 uh, robo taxis at their disposal when and if the autonomous gets here uh, over time. So, you know, I think it's a it's a it's a big bet. They're not out of the you know out of trouble just yet, but it's a big bet for Hertz that Tesla's going to come through on their autonomous you know um, uh, endeavor, and that they're going to be able to get to that that robo taxi uh, that they you know are are hoping to get there in the next couple of years, and you know they're going to have this this opportunity to to have less maintenance. So. I I applaud it. Uh, this the the sad part about it is is uh, you know Tesla had to raise all their prices. Uh, I think the last round uh, it was like two two price increases in a month, uh, but and the last one was like four thousand uh, dollars. I think on the Model Three, so that's a, a pretty pretty significant uh, jump there. Which is, I mean, it gotta as much as it's it's great, and I'm sure Elon's like happy about it. Elon ultimately wanted to get his car down to. Uh, you know the the Model Three down in price uh, to get it down to something that everybody you know could could quote unquote afford as a new car opportunity. So it's it, it's it's kind of bittersweet, uh, you know. Good for Hertz, and hopefully it works out for them. Uh, I I did have some Hertz stock last year, right? Uh, leading up to when it was still like quote unquote a meme stock and. Uh, ultimately dumped it once uh, it, it shot up to I forget how much it shot up to, but I, I dumped it, and then shortly after they they uh, they were they went bankrupt. So yeah, uh, it, it, I think it's a it's a risky play, but it might be the play that all these other car companies are going to be uh, struggling to catch up with, 
and uh, and Hertz already knows that their you know car rentals is is it's going to be a declining business year over year uh, for the for the not just the foreseeable future, but as robo taxis become more and more of a thing. Uh, it will it will absolutely become a declining business. So this is their opportunity to get in now and have have for the future. So we'll see if it pays off. And that wraps it up for the entrepreneurs. I appreciate you all listening today. Thanks again for hanging in there with me yesterday. I, I just I needed a day off, a, a mental day. Uh, it was really nice. I uh, got to to relax and like recoup, and my voice has mostly come back. Uh, it was it was kind of waning there for a few days. Still a little struggling today, but anyway, uh, have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow on the Entrepreneurs. Take care. <laughs>